racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Hi, and good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg from the historic studios on Garner Road. And uh, kind of a gray day and kind of gray in, in here as well. Uh, Ronnie, you got an empty seat over there next to you. Uh, we do, and I, I don't think it really hit me till today. Yeah, um, of course, as everyone knows by now, we lost our co-host. And, uh, had an excellent sixth-place finish last week. Almost took fifth. He was right mm-hmm. there with Parker Retzlaff as his the thorn in his side so far this year. And we'll get to that hopefully a little bit more later. But let's take a break right now and get Deb Williams on the phone, who actually uh, I met through Greg Moore. I met almost everybody through Greg Moore, so (laughs) there's nothing unusual about that. We'll get Deb on and um, hear what she has to say and and about the close finish while she was in Atlanta. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Spartanburg, when you're looking for the home of the best sports coverage around, we're talking about greatest ever, spectacular talent. Good news, you're already there. It's us, Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. We're your home for the Spartanburg Vikings, the Atlanta Braves, the South Carolina Gamecocks, and Duke basketball. Plus, your most trusted source for the best high school coverage around. This is Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM. Make Phillips and Long and Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories, such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Spartan fans, Big South basketball is here. Xavier to Bailey, open three, got it! Catch every minute of USC Upstate Hoops action and be a part of the loudest atmosphere in the Upstate as we rock the Hodge during conference play. Levine finishes, count the basket. Single game tickets and group packages are available now. Visit UpstateSpartans.com slash tickets to lock in your seats today. Up and high, baby, 
Find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud-delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm, color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide-format printing, full-color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to death. Good morning, Deb. How are you? Good morning. Just fine, thank you. How about yourself? Well, you know, we're kind of, we got an empty seat here in the studio, as uh, I'm sure you're aware yeah. of. And uh, I, I met you through Greg. I was just telling Ronnie, I met everybody through Greg, just about. Yeah, that's true. I believe we were at uh, one of those legend events at the museum in Mooresville one time. Yeah, and I remember um, when we uh, lost Nelson, Greg and I discussed if you might be interested. And I remember I called you up, uh, you know, interested in taking Nelson's place. And, and I, called, uh, I called you up and asked you, and you said, well, Greg's already asked me yesterday. So he was, he was already a, and I, I, I said, what did you say? And you said, of course I'll do it. So uh, anyway, yeah. I, I, any thoughts you'd like to share about Greg? Uh, Ronnie and I have already said our uh, pieces, and I'm, I'm sure there would be much more memories and things, but uh, you, you have the floor. Well, thank you. Greg was very special to me, and it, uh, I was looking at my phone. I actually saved a voicemail from Greg from January of this year. And he always made me feel good. If I was having a down day and Greg called, he always made me feel special. And one of the most special things he ever said to me was the fact that Barney Hall and I were the two people that people in the garage knew they could trust. Hmm. And that just meant so much to me and to know that um, that was the way the garage felt. And, um, you know, Greg had a way of when you were having a bad day of calling and just making you feel special. And, uh, I miss, I miss him. I miss his dad. Um, it just doesn't, doesn't seem possible that he's not with us anymore. Yes. Um, and I forgot to mention this in the opening, and this is Lanny's idea. Lanny came up with this Wednesday. Um, we're going to dedicate the whole year to Greg. And, I think that's great. And uh, and I've got another one that I thought of. I want to give him Christopher Bell all year. 
Uh, and and because Greg never led the point standings until that he picked the Daytona 500 best finisher. He wasn't the winner, but he was the best finisher among our choices. And uh, just let Greg have uh, Christopher Bell all year. See how he does. Okay, I think that's a great idea. Well, while we're on the subject, let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. Uh, Deb, you you're last, even though you're the defending <laughs> champion. So uh, you go yeah, ahead and take well, it. Go ahead and take a picture. Being a W, I'm used to being that way. Well, I, um, me too. I, <laughs> I'm gonna take Kyle Larson this week. Uh oh, that's gonna make uh, gonna make Mike happy. Well, I'm next, and yeah. I'll take uh, I'll stick. You know, I picked the wrong week to not pick Suarez. I think I'll take. I know. I thought of you when Daniel won. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go pick him again, either nine or ninety-nine. I'll go back to ninety-nine this week. Mike, if you can take me one in because you don't have Larson anymore to, to choose. Ronnie, what do you think? Well, he, he was good to me this past week, so I'm going to stick with Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. Uh, Greg has got Christopher Bell. And, Lanny, if you'll text me in yours, I'm pretty sure who it will be. But uh, Make it official. Yeah, go through the formality. Well, we, we're going to talk about Greg a lot, every show probably, off and on. But we do have some other things that we need to address. And uh, um, well, let, let's, let me do Xfinity first. We finally got Jeremy Clements to snap out of the, his uh, his terrible races and had his best finish since he won Daytona two years ago. I think it was August 26th. I looked it up, 2022, since he'd uh, even had a top ten. Yeah. So uh, he had a sixth last week, and uh, real proud of Jeremy for maybe. Start heading in the other direction now. Oh, that'll be good. Let's hope so. It seems like right now that uh, in the first two races, anyway, the Richard Childress Racing duo is something else to be reckoned with this year. It's going to be interesting to see today if Austin Hill can pull off another victory. Yeah, two in a row for Austin Hill, uh, and he drives for Childress. And, of course, there was a lot of crashes that, that uh, helped a lot of people out to get a good finish, but that happens every week, so you can't take anything away from it. It helped Jeremy finish sixth, but he was running real good anyway. But Shane Van well, Giesbergen uh, had a third. Actually, it was pe- yeah, but actually it was people running out of gas. Yes, it was. If Jesse Love had not run out of gas, he would have won that race. That's, so. that's absolutely right. <clears throat> and I was thinking if it had gone another lap, uh, uh, you know, maybe – Jeremy could have won the thing. I don't know how everybody else was set on gas. I think Austin Hill was pretty close. I'm not sure. But I don't know if you've heard me. I mentioned that Shane Van Giesbergen had a third. And uh, after uh, a pretty dismal Daytona, he had a good race. Uh, he may he may catch on to this oval truck racing. Oh, you know, well, you got to remember that that uh, Daytona race was the first time he had driven on a super speedway. Uh, that was a well, he had the ARCA race, but that was uh, Xfinity race was his first on a two-and-a-half-mile track. And so Atlanta, yeah, he's a fast learner, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does at Las Vegas. He didn't have that good a qualifying run, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does in the race today at Vegas. I know that the high winds out there are quite an issue, and I was listening to Austin Hill talk yesterday, and he said that when he was watching the truck practice that they had a device on the TV that was showing that the when the um, wind 
that was blowing was providing a tailwind to the trucks going into the third turn that it was causing them to go 12 miles per hour faster wow. as they were going into turn three than, say, when they were going into turn one. So that uh, storm with it causing all the blizzard conditions and all in those uh, mountains are just, it's just north of Las Vegas, so I'm sure that's where some of the wind's coming from, but it'll be interesting to see if they have the high winds today and tomorrow like they had last night and all day yesterday. They're, that's what they're predicting, so it'll definitely be interesting. Before we uh, jump to the cup race, I want to skip to last night. We're still doing a, the second week of our Black History Month celebration here on Start Your Engines, and I guess somebody told Rajah Karuth he needed to win last night, and he did, which uh, I was glad to see. Everything I've heard about him is a nice young man. Uh, evidently, Rick Hendrick thinks so because he gave him a, a good truck, and um, uh, I was glad to see it. Well, and, you know, he won his first pole, too, before they even won the race. Um, he started from the pole, and... He uh, is a student at Winston-Salem State University and will be graduating from there in the fall. And I was watching a piece on him prior to the race last night, and that was the first time I had uh, known that he attended Lake Norman High School in Mooresville. Oh, wow. So, and ran track. He competed in track there. So, you know, it's uh, interesting to see now that uh, Nick Sanchez, at uh, Daytona and now Rajah at Las Vegas. So I know that um, Daniel Suarez will work with Nick and help him, and and Bubba is there for Rajah if he has anything. So the NASCAR Diversity Program is 20 years old now, so it's interesting to see how it really started. You know, that it's paid off a lot in those 20 years as far as crew. Uh, members are concerned but now it seems like the drivers and I know Daniel said that told me that the way it's structured now where they have teams and in, in the truck series and all would have benefited him even more if it had been set up with that way at that particular time well in line with what you just said I think we need to get Hallie Deegan in victory lane and uh Get get a get a female in there, and I think uh, I think it's wonderful. I think it's great. Uh, a long well, time coming. Well, Haley, you know Haley. Um, we'll have to see how she does now that we get out of super speedway races. I know she did better in Xfinity last year when she ran an Xfinity race than she did in the Truck Series. So we'll we'll see how Haley progresses this year. We'll uh, see how she's going to do in the Ford Camp. Well, let's talk about the Cup race. I mean that. They don't get much closer than that, and uh, I was told, telling the story before you came on. The only other three-way finish I remember, and you, you probably can come up with another one. If anybody can, it would be you. But it was at 81 in, uh, at Talladega when uh, Ron Bouchard nipped uh, Darrell Waltrip and Terry Labonte. I, I don't remember another three-way finish. Well, and, you know, that one wasn't even on TV because they lost the telecast. I know, and I was, um, but luckily for me, I was sitting with my girlfriend on the finish line about 50 rows up. I, I did see that <laughs> one, and I got a picture of it to prove it. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. It was funny because when we had that finish at Atlanta last week, the first I got a text soon after that 
from a um, longtime reporter in the sport who's now retired in, from TV, and he said it reminded him of the Daytona finish. And I sent him a text, and I said, yeah, but the difference is that one of those cars in the Daytona finish was a lap down. Yeah, and you're talking about the first Daytona 500, right? Yeah, in 1959. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I just told that story right before you came on, Deb. That was Weatherly. It was a lap behind in that number uh, 4859 Chevrolet. I remember it well. Right. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, it's you've seen close finishes like that at Talladega when they would fan out coming through the trioval and – that's the reason Bill France Sr. located the finish line where he did at Talladega rather than keeping it in the tri-oval like he did at Daytona. Right. But uh, you kind of expect finishes like that at Talladega. But to see three cars drag race off the fourth turn and finish the way they did, you know, thank goodness for electronic scoring because <laughs> if they hadn't had anything but a photographer finish uh photo finish to go with we might have been wondering who the winner was for a few days yeah uh, you know and i didn't in the firecracker 400 one time uh, didn't they have a dead heat but for second place between seems like it was kel yarborough and somebody you remember that? Like in a- well, you know, there was the time that uh, in when Richard Petty won his 200th race in 1984, July 1984, when he and Kale were banging, uh, and the spark, <coughs> excuse me, the smoke was flying off the sheet metal, <coughs> but they were racing to the caution flag right? because there had been a wreck down in turn one. But... Um, I don't recall the the second place finish that you're talking about. Yeah, I, I'll I'll look that up maybe during one of the breaks. Uh, well, one of the things that impressed me too of the this race in Atlanta, it was good clean racing on that that last stretch. And, and that's the point I was going to make. I'm glad you said that uh, because I heard some commentator that obviously. I don't think he even watched it. He was talking about they were beating and banging their way to the finish. I don't think they touched, which I was waiting for them to, but yeah. they never did, and I thought that was great. Especially, especially yeah, with Kyle in the middle of it. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was great. That was just hard, clean racing. And, you know, we were all waiting when Austin Sendrick made that dive and turn one and made it four wide. Yeah, that was Oh, we all expected them to wreck in, but to see those three cars go side by side from turn four to the checkered flag and not wreck each other was just phenomenal. Yeah. By the way, uh, Lanny took Blaney in a shocking surprise, surprise. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) uh, okay, so Deb, uh, we're at Las Vegas. You mentioned the wind, and I know a lot of times I've heard other drivers talk about it. it even blows sand out on the track and everything, and can make it pretty treacherous. Um, what else do we need to know? You got a few minutes here, a couple of minutes, uh, either wrap up Atlanta or Las Vegas. What's the next race you're going to? Uh, Bristol. Okay. Yeah, I won't. I'm not at Las Vegas this weekend, and I won't be at Phoenix next weekend. Okay. But. As far as the uh, garage is concerned, they feel like 
this weekend at Las Vegas really is going to give them a glimpse into what they have in their cars. The Fords and the um, Toyotas will know where they stand with their new bodies, and they really feel like they'll get a gauge this weekend. In fact, they they look at it as this is the regular season beginning this this weekend because they've had a super speedway race and a, then a super speedway style race. So as far as the garage is concerned, this week is the beginning of the the 2024 regular season. Yeah, well, I'll be watching. Uh, we got a couple of uh, late starts. You got time to do your yard work, pick up sticks in my case, and uh, whatever else you need to do because uh, we got a late start today. And I think the the uh, Xfinity race is at five, and uh, the race tomorrow is pretty late as well. And then the next week, the same thing at Phoenix. So uh, um, we're underway now. And, Unfortunately, uh, we have to do it without Greg, but, you know, I'm going to, we got to carry on, and I'm not going to mention that every chance I get, but for this week, I, I think I will. But thank you, uh, thank you, Deb, for um, uh, all you've done for this show, and uh, and thank Greg for, for giving her, giving you us. Giving us you, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, he, he may not be with us uh, physically, but he's with us spiritually, and he always will be. He absolutely will. Deb, thank you very much. We uh, always love having you on the show, and we will talk to you next week. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Take care. All right, bye-bye. That's Deb Williams. Uh, Ronnie, who is she? She's the smartest woman I know. Smartest woman I know, too. Uh Greg said something one time when you weren't here, and I, I threw him that line, and he said something like, high heels on pit road or something. I don't know <laughs> what he said. I said, no, Greg, that's not the line you're supposed to use. Anyway, let's take a break and come back, and we're going to get Mike Hill on here because he, uh, wasn't, he wasn't scheduled to be on this week, but if anybody should have some uh, recollections and memories of Greg, and I know he'd like to express his condolences too. So uh, we'll get Mike Hill on here after the break. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. There's a brand new bar now open on Spartanburg's west side. Two Jim's Bar is now open next to Palmetto Spirits. Two Jim's Bar offer wine tastings for $10 with $10 coming off the price of the bottle. It's the only place where you can try anything they offer before you buy it. Stop by any night of the week for a good time and great drinks. Monday night is comedy night. On Tuesday nights and trivia from 6 till 8. On Wednesday night, team trivia and golden tea tournaments. Thursday night is ladies night. And on Fridays, they have live music and karaoke. Don't forget to try the wings. They're fantastic. Stop by Two Jim's Bar on the west side next to Palmetto Spirits and Tattoo Warehouse. Alex, I see you got a new car. Yeah, man, it's sweet. Room for Titus and all his stuff, but it's missing something. Like what? Well, you know how Titus likes Tupac. Naturally. Well, the new car doesn't have the bass like my old car did. You need to take it to Elite Audio. They can add bass to a factory system. Seriously? Yeah, while you're there, let them add a remote start so the car is warm when you and Titus get in in the morning. I also saw they can add LED headlights, which you should look at, Clary, because you can't see anything. Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Check out all they can do at EliteAudioOnline.com plus their Facebook page. Apparently, you can't hear either. What? Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call local State Farm agent Cliff Gobert at 597-1200. 
Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time, every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchises are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. Welcome back to Start Your Engines, and before we go any further, I want to thank Lanny McKinney for all he does for us, for maintaining the Budmore Engineering website, and, um, you know, Lanny's uh, Greg's cousin. And, right. And, um, and he also does the uh, Start Your Engines website. He does the Start Your Engines website and uh, our Facebook page, and we couldn't do without Lanny, and I know he's... He's expressed to me. He's the one that came up with the idea of dedicating the whole year to, and I meant to do that in the first segment, and I forgot about it, but um, there's just so many things I want to say about Greg, and I know there's a lot of people that would like to do that, and I want to definitely give that opportunity to Mike Hill, who uh known Greg a long, long time and saw him in action in the garage area and everything. And uh, Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Perry. Well, I, uh, go yeah. ahead. Tell us about Greg. About, yeah, yeah, I'm going to talk about Greg because I, I'm sure you recognized it, but in that garage, everybody's family. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know so much about today, but back in the days, going all the way back to '73 when I started full time, and even before that, I knew Greg because my dad was going. We would go to Bud Moore's and buy tires and parts for race cars from Bud and and I got to know the whole a whole family. But uh yeah, in, in the cup garage back in the day 
we would spend four days out of the week at the racetrack. You know, unlike today, I don't even think they. Heck, I, I heard last week they don't even. They didn't even uh, practice or whatever. They just go out and race now, which would have been good for us because, you know, <clears throat> my my family family at home didn't see me as much as my race family at the racetrack. <clears throat> so we would go in like on Wednesdays and stay through Sundays back in the day. And uh, it was always, it's well nowadays, I'm, we're losing, I'm losing my racetrack family, basically is what I'm saying from back in those days. And Greg was, Greg was one of those guys, you know, you always look forward to seeing, if you seen Bud, you saw Greg, you know, that's, that was the right-hand man. The left-handed right-hand man. Yes, sir. I mean, that was that was always a, a given. If you saw Bud, you'd never see Greg. And uh, we got to be good. We was already good friends from back then. But it was it was a shock when you called me, and and I'm sorry that you know that I didn't give you my condolences then when you called me that when I hung up with you. I saw man, you know, uh, I, Perry, one of Greg's best friends. Every time I would. Here lately, whenever we go to these shows and all, you would always be with him. And I'm sorry. I mean, you know, I know how it is. You lose your best friend, but uh, Greg was your Greg was your friend, your running mate, I would say. And my wingman. <laughs> yeah, your wingman. And then back in the day, you know, like I said, that garage was one big family. And inside that fence, and that's what my wife fusses at me all about today. I'll say something about, I can't believe that guy did this or whatever. And she'll, she'll step back and she'll say, Mike Hill, you lived inside a fence with barbed wire going across the top of it all your life. You, these people have always been out here on the outside of that fence, but your life has been inside that fence. And inside that fence, I had I had people like Greg and Bud and, and all the people, and we, we just all, you know, it's like one big family. But Well, all the dozens of times that Greg uh, slipped me his pit pass and a shop rag through a, through the hurricane fence, I got to be a part of that world, and that happened a lot of times. Either he or Danny Fowler always came up with a pit pass for me. If yeah, I wanted right. one, they never once turned me down, and that dadgum Bud Moore said, oh, I knew Greg was doing that, but I don't think he ever knew that Greg was doing that. But uh, that was another aspect of Greg that that helped me out tremendously. Yeah, I, I was a big, big into photography back then, and some of the shots I got to get uh, roaming around in the garage area in the days before the hot pass and all this stuff, you know. And sometimes I'd even have to give it back to Greg or Danny, and I, and I still never got thrown out. Yeah, it was, it was a different time. Well, uh, no, go ahead, buddy. You just say whatever you want to say. I, I just say, I mean, it's just it's sad. Uh, you know, I was just looking. Greg called me back in the winter. I think it was in November. And, and he was talking to me about the show and all this, and I told him, well, same thing I told you, I'd be more than happy to help you get people, uh, find some of my friends that, that might want to talk on the radio from back in the day. But y'all had it going on with Greg and his list of people that he would bring in, you know, and uh, I don't have I don't have Mike help personal phone number. <laughs> well, I only do because Greg and I came up with a master list of, uh, of phone numbers, and I'm uh, but I've never called Mike Helton cold, and that's his cell phone, too. And I don't know how all this is going to work out. You know, I, I may call on you to uh, to help us get a guest. See, and one thing I try to arrange over the winter 
was to get get it fixed so we can have a three-way hookup. And I told I told uh, Ryan Delaney that owns the station. I said, you know, if Mike Hill can get us a guest, um, I'd like for him to be able to talk to him rather than him get a guest, uh, you know, for the show. But but you know, he can't interact. It would just be me and and the people in the studio. So um, that hasn't happened yet. From what I understand, we need a whole different phone system. We've got an analog system, and it it won't work. So I don't know. It's it's still in the we're still talking about it it might happen someday but anyway mike uh, I, I appreciate i mean you're another one i just got through telling deb williams i would have never met her if, if it wasn't through greg and actually i guess i met your brother alan who was a regular on this show for three or four years uh through greg and 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 through you uh i guess i met you through alan or and, and greg and it's just uh heck everybody i know in this business just about i met through greg yeah, yeah, he's he's going to be missed for sure. Let me ask you a question now, and I, I've heard this because I, I had a long discussion, very long discussion with uh, Leonard Wood, who was uh, Greg's. Uh, Greg always said he was uh, his mentor almost as much as Bud, but um, Leonard just loved Greg's hair. He said Greg had the prettiest hair back in the <laughs> days, walking around in that garage area. What was a uh, Greg did kind of cut a, a nice path through the garage area with the way he looked and those those uh, gargoyle sunglasses of his. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a unique unique look about him. It didn't bother me because, you know, I'm back in the early 70s, you can go back and find pictures of me when I couldn't afford a haircut. I was working for Cecil Gordon back in those days, and really we didn't have any barbers up there around the race shop. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I tell you, why, before I, before you get away, who's your pick? Since the Deb took Larson, you're going to have to fall back on somebody. Yeah, I'm going to have to take Watermelon Man, Chastain. That's a good pick. Yeah, we're doing it in order of uh, of how you're in the point standings right now. So uh, you're uh, so how, you're actually where, where, tied with I, Ronnie right now. I cry. Tied with Ronnie for which place? Uh, well, well, it's, it's nothing th- to be proud of. Third. <laughs> Uh, I think it's third. It. I, we had, I had it going on last week, and the uh, doggone Kozlowski crashed and took me out. But, uh, yeah. You've got several weeks to catch up. But, anyway, yeah. uh, what I'm will you? Take, well, I'll take Watermelon Man. All right, you got he's it. Got a little, he's probably got a little pressure on him now, wouldn't you think? Uh, well, I, I think Suarez took a lot of the pressure off of himself because. Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, Suarez took some pressure off of himself. Yeah. But now, now the pressure's back on Watermelon Man. Hey, dude, your teammate won, so now it's time for you to step up. I'm sure I, I, that's how it's going with those people. But it was good to see Suarez. I was tickled to death. That was one heck of a finish. And I pointed out to you, as I've already done twice on this show this morning, about I was at Talladega when, when they had the three-way finish and Ron Bouchard won, and that sort of struck a nerve with you, didn't it? Oh, my gosh. I'm, you know, we couldn't see. You, where we're at on pit road. Well, what, now, but tell them what you car could, you were with. The eleven car, the Mountain Dew car. All right, that was, that was my car, and you know it, it looked like it was coming down between us and Labonte, and I'm thinking, man, we got this race, and and then they said that Ron Bouchard snuck in there and got it, and I said, oh, gone. But that was three Buicks. That was three was Buicks. Those. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and it was all three in Buicks, Regals. Well, that's. Uh, Yep, I was there. 
with my girlfriend. Yeah, it, it hurt. Yeah, it hurt to hear it. You know, and when you think you won the race, and then somebody tells you, "No, you didn't win this race." <laughs> you probably thought Bouchard was a lap behind anyway. If you'd have seen him up there, I'd seen him up there, but I never knew he had that had that good of a slingshot going for us. But yeah, it was close. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. We're all going to miss Greg. I think it's been well established. We're going to do a whole show on him next week, and I might need you to poke your head into that if you come up with a good story over uh, the next seven days. We'll, uh, we're going to do pretty much two hours on Greg, and uh, I'd like for you to be a part of that if you'd like to and uh, come up with a, a good story or two. But let me let you go so we can uh, uh, not get cut off by the network and uh, have a smooth transition here. So, Mike, I... I appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing some of your thoughts with Greg. And I know uh, I know you were good friends with him, and I wouldn't have had it any other way. I couldn't possibly leave you out of this show. Well, I just want to say, you know, I'm very, very, very sorry to the whole family. You know, my gosh, man, it's that's that's my hometown down there, and basically, you know, they're they they were like family. So uh, his wife and his brothers, and of course, I just. Feel sorry for everybody. You know, I know it's uh, it's tough. It's tough to lose somebody, especially lose somebody that you've known for what, sixty years. Yeah, probably more than that. Now. Yeah, I've known. He would have been sixty-seven on March the twenty-second. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was, and anytime you see Bud, you'd, you'd see him. So go back to. Then Lanny was talking about Bud's old shop over there on the other side of the of the uh, college back when it was just in a two-stall, like an old gas station. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, we were talking third floor. That's, yeah, that's when I first started going with my dad to Bud. Yeah. We would pick up, we'd pick up Bud. Back in those days, they ran dirt. Yeah. They would run dirt with those cup cars and tires that wasn't wore out completely, you know. I'm sure Bud was on a tire deal, but dad would get tires from we take them back and we had a grooving iron i don't know if anybody knows what that is but we we could just regroove the tire and keep running it but i remember doing that and, but, well, mike yeah. gotta let you go coming up on right. the break Thank here you. appreciate everything and uh yeah we'll talk to you next week all right thank you buddy see you guys um yeah uh, mike was uh high on the list of people that I called when uh, Roberta called me. I, you were first, though, Ronnie. You were the first one I called. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, Ronnie and I were talking, and I said, uh, Ronnie, I need to tell Deb. And Ronnie and I decided that if Roberta wanted it kept under wraps for a little while, it, don't tell Deb because she's a <laughs> journalist. And about two minutes after that, I get a text from Ryan Delaney, and I said, oh, wait a minute. Cat must be out of the bag by now. And so, Deb, after I called my son and my daughter, or she was in class uh, teaching first grade, I texted her. But, uh, yeah, there's uh, certain people that, that I wanted to tell. I, I, I didn't call everybody. I texted some people. I, I texted Mike Hill, and I texted his brother, Alan. And you know what? Quickly. I just remembered this, and I'm glad I did. You know who else passed away last week? Who's that? You remember Mr. Wilson? Yes. That Alan used to always talk about? Yes. He texted me, Alan did last week, and told me that Mr. Wilson had passed away. Wow. So, uh, tell you what, you got to you gotta 
be nice to people and tell them you love them if you want to because, uh, heck, anything can happen. You could uh, go out the door and not come back and uh, just go into Publix or something. So hey, uh, You don't ever know when the last time you talk to somebody is the last time you talk to somebody. Yep, and uh, I probably could could have done a better job the last time I talked to Greg, but I do know that he said, I love you, and I said, I love you too, Greg. And I think that's the last thing I said. I believe it is. I know he if said If it was that. on the phone, I can about guarantee it. Yep, I'm sure it was. So uh, we're coming up on the top of the hour, and when we come back, we're going to have Tony McFarland Arnold on here and members of the East Side High School drag racing team, which I can't wait to hear what they have to say. And we and I think Tony's uh, brother's going to be on there on there with her. her. His name is Trey, and all these people are have were or are involved in automobile uh, automobiles at, at the Ford factory or, or someplace. But we're going to come back after this and talk to Tony. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. This is the place to be. Listen to Spartanburg Vikings football right here. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg. We are And here's what you need to know. In the NFL this morning, ESPN reported that the San Francisco 49ers are promoting defensive passing game specialist Nick Sorensen to be their new defensive coordinator and are also hiring former Los Angeles Chargers head coach Brandon Staley as assistant head coach. In Major League Baseball, the New York Post reports that infielder Matt Chapman has agreed to a three-year, $54 million deal with the San Francisco Giants. In the NBA on Friday night, Scotty Barnes of the Toronto Raptors broke his left hand in a loss to Golden State and will be out indefinitely. Los Angeles Clippers guard Russell Westbrook broke his left hand in Friday's win over Washington and will also be out indefinitely. And the Boston Celtics defeated the Dallas Mavericks 138-110. to Boston now on a 10-game winning streak. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Tracing roots to 1832, Janney is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting clients' needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing services and solutions tailored to fit your unique needs and preferences to help clients reach their personal and business goals. When you're seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282 or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. Weekdays at 3 p.m. It's Spartanburg County's longest-running radio show. The sports voice across the region for nearly 20 years. There is no substitute for decades of experience. Talking everything local, from high school football and basketball to Carolina and Clemson. It's open mic. And we have the studs. With Ryan Clary, Alex Smith, and Anthony Greer. Don't miss a moment beginning weekdays at 3 on Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3. Live from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and National Press Association Hall of Fame journalist Deb Williams, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore, and with our special guests, here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And it's an honor to welcome back to the show Tony Arnold McFarland. Good morning, Tony. Hey, good morning, Perry. How are you? Well, we're a little sad with the passing of our co host, Greg Moore, but we're. Uh, yes, I heard. The show must go on, and we're actually having a great show. And how about. Rajah Caruth last night uh, doing uh, doing his thing, so we'll have something to talk about on Black History Month, our, our, our second show, and a uh, great kid and a great win. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of, like, goes into where we are right now. Um, at, Trey and I was just talking about this early. I got a whole crew we'll talk about in a moment that's on here with me. But, you know, this is the pre-dawn of Wendell Scott. NASCAR start, which is Monday, March the 4th, 1961. So yep. it just kind of all kind of comes together kind of divinely, right? Just kind of orchestrated it the, the way that it probably should come together with him getting that win in and that being historic as well. Boy, there was a lot of happy people. And I know, uh, you know, Rick Hendrick being, you know, with, with Penske and Gibbs, you know, the, the premier teams right. in NASCAR and for Rajah Karuth to I don't know if this is the correct word or not, but to justify his being on that team so quickly, I think I see a whole lot of wins yeah. in his future. And uh, and uh, maybe he wants to stay in trucks forever, maybe Xfinity, or maybe he'll be in Cup real soon. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, it's a great start for him, and I'm tickled. Awesome. Wonderful. What what do you have there? You say you've got some people on the line. And this, this thing yes. that your dad did with the East Side High School uh, – the drag racing team and everything is fascinating. Give us a little background on that, and you just you just go. Sure. All right. Well, I'll I'll kind of give just a little background of what we have going on. So, Perry, you know, we met when my dad passed away in 2020. You came out to the uh, Piedmont Interstate Fairgrounds in Spartanburg. We were out there commemorating hey, the the start of uh, uh, Wendell Scott uh, NASCAR career, and my dad being there, meeting him on that day, March 4th, 1961. So we, that's how we came together, how we met. 
but also that same weekend we had pulled together um, some of his students who were part of his motorsports um, involvement with, with uh, drag racing. So here today I have with me the East Side High drag racing team, and uh, I'm going to let them each just briefly, we'll, we'll just take a few, maybe like 20 seconds for each one of them to say um, wh who they are, what they do now, and then we'll kind of dive into it. I'm going to start first with the principal. Ooh, the principal is here with us. So <laughs> I'm going to let Mr. Bricker just briefly introduce himself and say what his, his name, what he's doing now, and what was his role in that team. <laughs> well, thank you, and good morning. Good morning. Um, I, yeah, this is it's Brody Bricker. Uh, I finally retired after 53 years in administration, and uh, I keep up with grandchildren, and uh, I work with uh, Good News Travel sometimes, taking school groups to Washington. But what I really enjoy is watching Facebook with all of my former students, and uh, especially uh, the Brock brothers. I keep up with them on Facebook, just seeing how they have come so far after they graduated uh, from Eastside High School. So it's a real pleasure just to sit here and listen this morning. Well, we're glad awesome. to have you on the show. Awesome. And, and real quick, Mr. Mr. Brody, your involvement in getting this team started, what, what was your part in the, 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 the drag team? The best part I had was I got out of the way and I let Ray Arnold do his thing. <laughs> uh, Ray, uh, Ray uh, he was a very humble man, okay? And, uh, and I remember Dennis and, and the boys and stuff, but the thing he tried to instill in them, it wasn't just get in the car, make you go fast, but you take care of your car, and your car will take care of you. It's one of the things I remember Ray tried to teach me from the ground up. And really, as far as the drag racing and so forth, uh, I just kind of let him do his thing, and uh, I got out of his way. Okay, okay. And if anybody's just joining us, we have with us the Eastside High Drag Racing Team. Eastside High School is located in Taylor, South Carolina. And my dad, Raymond Arnold Jr., was a teacher there for 15 years. Um, he passed away July 7, 2020, but we're commemorating his involvement in, um, in motorsports, NASCAR, and the drag racing team um, as we exit Black History Month. But also, this is the pre-dawn of Wendell Scott. Uh, March 4th, 
uh, RT Charger. I think it was a six to nine, six eight, six to nine, and it was yeah. um, we went to Greer, went to Greer with it a few times, and I think it had a four forty uh, Hemi and a four forty engine in it, and it was just it was just great. <clears throat> now you uh, talking with the guys now, and I think just uh, with Mr. Arnold, he was a he was a great inspiration to just uh, his students, and he went he was far more than a teacher. And I'm just, I'm just thankful to be on the show, and I'm just glad you all are having this, uh, this special day for him. We're oh, glad to on. have you. All right, and next I'm going to go to Reef, Reef Long. Hi there, I'm Reef Long. I was uh, involved with uh, Mr. Arnold from 79 to 82, and uh, like um, Dennis said, he was a very humble man. Uh, he told us taught us a lot about our teamwork, fellowship among the fellow students, all shapes, sizes, and ethnicities all got along, um, and we just had a wonderful time working together. Uh, Mr. Arnold taught a lot about uh, self-worth and how to be the best that you can be as a person, not only teaching the mechanical skills that we all grew up with. We, uh, I did make it to a couple trips to Atlanta for uh, the drag strip down there and several trips to Greer. And uh, the school worked with us very, very well trying to uh, keep all of the uh, political side out of it. And we just kind of mm -hmm. ran with the program. And we all grew up uh, to be better men because of uh, uh, Mr. Arnold and, and uh, this program. I can guarantee you that. Awesome. Awesome. All right. I'm, I know we got a few here. I'm going to move on to uh, Carl and Chip. The Brock, Carl Brock. Just briefly introduce yeah, yourself. Is, what you do now and what you what did you do on the team? Uh, yeah, this is Carl Brock. <clears throat> Happy to be here. Uh, I was part of the team in '81, '82, '83. He taught me a lot about organization, which uh, has helped me to stay organized in my life. Um, I did a couple trips back and forth to, to Greer uh, and did some, did some stuff with the team there. And uh, I am actually stayed in the business. He, um, he actually took me to Greenville Tech to look at the automotive mechanic side, and then he took me to the collision side, and I've been in the collision side ever since high school. Wow. Well, uh, there's a couple of, of you there that, that have stuck with it, that, I mean, you still yeah, in the... I, that's the only thing I that's the only thing I ever did. I, I painted a couple cars for him after I got out of high school and uh, stayed in it. So it was because of him he kind of gave me that direction. Well, that's wonderful. Okay, Chip. Uh, uh, my name is Chip Brock. I am the older brother of Carl Brock. Um, I needed a class. In my senior year in high school, uh, because I was a school bus driver and, and needed to fill some time, and so I signed up for auto mechanics with Mr. Arnold, and I learned how to weld and just do tune-ups on cars. I retired after 27 and a half years as a police officer in Greenville, South Carolina. Hmm. Um, uh, Dennis and I were classmates, and uh, I've got a story for him. We may not have time for that at this time, but I really would love to finish that story with him. But Mr. Arnold was so humble and gracious 
to us all. Uh, he just really wanted us to learn. And uh, I'm sorry I didn't start my freshman year in high school being in his classes because I, I missed I missed three years out of four. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much, Chip. I believe we're kind of, kind of getting it down to um, Roger Clark is on. Roger, you're on. I am. Hi, I'm Roger Clark. Uh, pleasure to be here. Um, I was actually younger than a lot of these guys, so my dad was the driver, um, and uh, of the of the tractor. Arnold, and yeah, yeah. So he drove it. Because um, that was and, the big uh, question I had: was I guess, who was driving the dragster? Yeah, that was my dad. Okay. Yeah. He um, he loved loved racing, so he had raced motorcycles. You know, in the 50s, and, and always had a love for uh, driving fast, and, and you know, dragster was a, a fun thing to do. And so I think he figured this was a good way to, to have a little fun, but then also, you know, give a project to the, the shop team um, and have them build out something that they could go and then watch and, and be proud of. And you know, I think to this day, it's the only high school I think I've ever known of that had its own dragster. Yep. So um, that was a lot of fun. I, I grew up going to races with him. Well, that was going to be one of my questions to y'all. I went to Burns, which is not that far from Eastside, and I don't remember anything about a drag team. And how did y'all keep that secret from us? <laughs> well, we, 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 we knew for a fact that, that Burns would, would get beat if you had one. <laughs> well, the closest I can I can come to that is that at least three mornings a week we would have drag races in our parking lot. Yeah. I think yeah. that was happening over there too, a little bit. Yeah, I think there were a few burnouts behind each side, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Now, is Nathan on? I don't want to miss, miss Nathan. Is Nathan on? Okay, I don't know that Nathan is on. Did we get everybody on the team? I want to make I didn't miss anybody. Well, I, I want to get equal time. I went to Spartan High School, and we were racing back and forth between uh, um, the, the school and the Beacon. <laughs> right, exactly. That's exactly right. And I, every, everybody had a suitable car. I mean, my dad had the train. We had the Trans Am 77 Trans. I was I was driving yeah, that. Mean, Probably shouldn't have been at 15. And Trey was in El Camino every now and then. So yeah, it was a lot of racing going on. <clears throat> all right, so I think we got all of that, but I want somebody to kind of walk me through a little bit, and, and then, Pam, you chime in here with whatever you think we need to head with it. Well, but, I, let, let, I tell you what, the, let's take a break right here, so we've got, we've got everybody okay. introduced. Uh, we're coming about sure. two minutes on a, up to a break anyway, so I can go ahead and take it early, and then uh, we can go all the way to... Uh, to 11:40. So let's take our break right now. Awesome. Um, don't anybody go anyplace. I'm not going to put you on hold or anything. I'm just going to turn your mics down, and uh, we'll be right okay. back. We'll be right back with Tony Arnold McFarland and her uh, Eastside High School drag racing team. The alleged team. <laughs> You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. 
You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Greer Nissan. Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice, lease for only $1.99 a month, or hit the road in a new Nissan Rogue. Lease for only $2.99 a month. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Set your alarm. All right. I've added it to reminder. 7 a.m. Every weekday, Spartanburg's best sports is on Bumpin' Rock. Hosted by Tyler Sugar. That's the guy. That's the hero. We're talking sports and other stuff. Hear from local high school and college coaches, including USC Upstate, Clemson, and South Carolina. Two hours to begin your day. The Bumpin' Runway. Right here on Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And we've got Tony Arnold McFarland here with the Eastside Drag Racing Team from back in the Sounds like the 70s and 80s, and uh, it's just a wonderful stories. And, Tony, take it away. You guys got about 20 minutes. Yes. Awesome. All right, we're going to go ahead and kind of d- dive into the car a little bit more this time. So I want to um, just hear a little bit about the car itself, uh, what, what kind of power did it have behind it, and what kind of performance did it have? Who wants to chime in on that? Well, I know it had a lot of power. I, I remember um, one of the first times Dad overtook it over to um, 
rear driveway as he was launching off the start line. It sheared the rear axle and had to go back to square one, put a new axle and rear end in it. Okay. You're, I, I do know that uh, Mr. Clark was real good about supplying any parts or financial uh, needs that we needed at the school to keep things going. And we were very blessed to have his family involved with the program and trusting us with uh, their uh, time and effort and their finances to get this going. That showed a lot about that family being uh, good to us at Eastside. Right, and that is great. Now, um, someone just walked me down real quick on the, 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 the visual of We don't have a picture here, but I know, Dennis, you were part of the yes. first group to actually build it. So what did it look like? What was the model? Like, give us the image of that. It was a full-body full car when we got it, and we, we gutted it all the way down, took all of the interior out of it, and the only thing it had, it had one, uh, one type of seat in it, too much drinkable pulled out. And we put a set of slicks on it, nail front tire, and it had a uh, 440, 440 uh, Chrysler motor in it, which is one of the biggest motors that Chrysler used back in the day. You know, Chrysler, I probably, I don't know, probably over 500 horsepower, but it was a, it was a, a very powerful car in that day, and it, it really just like okay. it steered the axle off, and it was it was slight to lift the tires up off the front tires. When you when you give it acceleration, okay. and right to this day, you know, I, I drive a Dodge product, so Dodge is known for a lot of power in its day, and uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a very important car. And I thought it was gold, we painted it gold, and it had blue blue lettering. I don't remember the number that we put on it, uh, but it had the blue lettering on it. And it was it was impressive to be a car built from from high school students. Was that right. the lettering? On, was that the lettering on there, Eastside High School? I don't. I think it had a number. It was blue, blue numbers. I don't know if it had east side or if it had numbers. I don't. I don't remember that. I know it was gold, but I don't know if it was lettered with east side or if it had numbers. I looked for. I got a picture and I looked for it. And I could not find it through my stuff. I looked for little, and I was trying to dig that picture up. I had one picture with Philip on it, and I, I could not find that picture. Now, is that East Side High School's colors? I, I really don't know their colors. Blue and white. Blue and gold. 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 Well, somebody give me a couple of some funny stories. I think I think uh, either Carl or Brody, one of you might have a funny story about this car being in the parking lot. Well, let me let me just say this: uh, it didn't have East Side on it, but uh, <laughs> it did have our colors. Okay, and the reason we didn't call it a drag racing, it was an auto club. We called it an auto club, and that way I could buy paint the school district as a supply. <laughs> and the story about well, I, hey, I'm retired now. They can't put me in jail. But uh, the story, the funny story was that uh, Carl and some of those boys started to learn how to drag race in the parking lot. That didn't go over too well. Uh, so Ray uh, said he was going to take them on the road trip. 
Well, I never knew where the road trip was, and I really didn't want to know, okay? <laughs> but I knew that he would take care of them, and he wouldn't let them hurt themselves. And so I just, like I said, I stayed out of his way and let him do what he had to do. But he wasn't right. going to drag racing team that. But anyway, <laughs> Ray took care of all that. Okay, understood. And Carl, I know you had some you had some special affinity with it, and you got to spin it out a little bit. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I was. This, 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 I had a lot of run-ins with him. He he seemed to follow me around, but uh, <laughs> one we had a, we had a substitute teacher, and we talked them into telling we had to take that car out and wash it. So we cranked it up. And I backed, I backed it all the way up, and I did a burnout all the way to the smoking area, and right out the door of the smoking area. Where I walked through the bricker right in front of me. I just had to lock it up, or I was going to take it out. <laughs> I, I remember that, and I remember that, that we were right next door to the home uh, lady that taught home ec and We'd crank that thing up, and we'd rev it up so loud, it'd make her so mad. We just enjoyed that so much. <laughs> yes, I remember it being loud. Now, I remember when it, when my dad had it, when it would be at the house, the whole neighborhood would come out and look because it was so loud. Like, yeah. it, it, it definitely, when you, you flip that switch, at a, at a switch, you flip that switch, and it, it was going to wake up everybody in the neighborhood if it's in the morning or whatever time. It, it, it was pretty powerful. It was pretty powerful. Now, who can talk about actually being at one of the tracks? Like, what was that like? How did you all, did you meet at the school? Did you just meet at the track? You, you, who drove it up on the trailer? Somebody walk me through how did you get ready? Because it was on Friday nights. I mean, it was Fridays and Saturday nights. We we reached all out at the, uh, out at the drag strip. Well, we ended up going to Atlanta a couple times. And uh, that was, you know, for us, that was big time compared to Greer. And uh, we, we all um, kind of piled up and, and, and rode down, and uh, uh, Mr. Clark towed the car, if I remember correctly, and uh, made a couple passes, and we made some, uh, Mr. Arnold wanted to make a correction to uh, lower the front end. Uh, on the car, so we ended up lowering the front end on the car to get a better pad, and um, to see our, uh, I'm not going to say meager car, but to see our work compared to some of the million dollar cars at the drag strip that day was, was humbling, and, uh, but this is what got all of us uh, excited into doing the, you know, motor vehicles, repairs, and that kind of stuff, so it opened our eyes to see what the potential could be from our beginnings right. to what you could be. And it was just a, we were all awestruck at the actual overall performance of what you have and what you could have. So it was very exciting. We enjoyed it. Now this car, actually, I do remember going to a few car shows. It was in several car shows and there were trophies that the guy I believe we had we probably had the trophies, but um, it definitely was a uh, it def definitely was um, uh, a a sight to see his and from from the beginning to the end. I do remember the beginnings of uh, how it looked when you first got it, and we had some pictures somewhere of the whole project. Um, and, and Perry, I'll have to put 
give you some photos to put on your Facebook page. Oh, that'd be great. Of what this thing, what this thing looks like. Well, I, so, and yeah, I, it definitely was that. I had a question I, that um, did you win? How did it run? We 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 held our own in the Greer Greer area. Of course, in Atlanta, we were running uh, way over our head. But in in the Greer's drag strip, we had our we had our moments, and we were looking for uh, possibly Burns to you know come out. But <laughs> they never showed up with a car. So I would say well, it's hard to get in the upstate of South Carolina. Yeah, in the upstate of South Carolina, we had the fastest car out there for for high schools. <laughs> <laughs> You, they created their lane, and they were in a in a class all by themselves. Um, definitely. Yeah, we were all we were all by ourselves. The, the the win was creating the unity amongst the, the uh, participants. That's, that's what the big win was. The way these guys turned That's what the that's what the ultimate win goal was. Yeah. The win is right now. You got the win right yeah. now. Yeah. Right. That's right. So it was it was fun. Well, let me ask yeah, you this. Well, it's not me. Let me ask you, was there like a, a waiting list to get in on this class? Because this is one class I would uh, like to <coughs> like to have been in on. Good question. How, how did you get in it? Well, the, uh, the, the shop, anybody could, could get involved. We had uh, all shapes and sizes, and we had a couple girls that were in the, in the shop. And if you showed interest in um, shop, which we did woodwork and metalworking and everything else, it was non-exclusory. So anybody could come and get in it. Uh, the, the guys that you have on the phone today were uh, cream of the crop and actually showed the most interest uh, and were willing to do what others would not do. So it just shows right. that there was dedication back in the day and what, how much uh, love and connection we had with Mr. Arnold and how much trust he had in us to allow us to do the things we did. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you have to have a certain GPA to be on the, the racing team? Like a 2.5 or 2.5? That probably... Yeah, I was going to say, I believe I would be out of that one, too. <laughs> I think all of us would be out of that. Yeah, I think so. I was going to say that the, one of our guests, uh, the, the Greenville policeman, 
I think he said he had a story he wanted to tell, but uh, I mean, yeah, can, yeah, well, if you can do it in about two well, minutes, that'll be great. Well, yeah, actually, I can. Um, I, I was there. I was being there in 1959, and this was before the drag car got really going. But um, I had a 1969 Firebird convertible. It was leaking from the main seals and the overhead cam. And this all said, bring it in, we'll fix it. Um, and before I took it apart, he said, be sure to, to mark your timing marks. And I did. Well, somebody came in and spun the overhead cam out of, out of timing. And, and Dennis said, okay because it was backfiring up to the carburetor, and he said, all right, just stop. Are you in top dead center on the first cylinder? And I said, yes. Then it closed his eyes, and he spun that overhead cam with his fingers until he marked those lobes up in his head and said, put it back on. We put it back on, it cranked up and ran fine after that. So, I mean, Mr. Arnold was that kind of teacher. And, and, and inspired us to understand what was going on with the mechanics. And, and, and he loved us all. And it was just a super experience being in that class with him. That's a great story. I'm glad we had came back to you for that. I, I mean, I, every time I think about that car, I think about Dennis. And going, okay, we'll figure this out. <laughs> You want to wrap it up, and I, let me let me take this opportunity to to tell you all of you how much I appreciate you coming on the show. The great stories. This is somebody ought to somebody ought to get a uh, something on the internet about all of this and put the pictures and the website and and you know and the whole story because this is fascinating and I don't think many people know about it or or maybe they don't remember it. And it would make a good movie. Yeah, you're jogging a lot of memories, I'm sure, for some people that yeah. forgot about it, but. I appreciate all of you for coming on, and it's been a, it's been a great segment, Tony. Thank you so much, and I, I will just do just a quick little wrap-up just to sum this all up. Um, I, I think this is what, what we need to hear more about today. Um, as you can see and as you can hear, all of them took this moment in their lives years ago while they were in high school, and it shaped who, had, who they have become. They were doing STEM before it was an acronym. And many of them are working in the automotive field. Eric Nelson, who wasn't able to join us, he works for Hyundai. Um, Nathan Elder, who wasn't able to join us. Hopefully, Nathan might have to help, have to help me get a hood for my truck if I can't get, get it fixed tomorrow. But he works um, in the automotive industry. They all are doing things and still able to keep that skill set, that skill set um, useful today. It's helped them with their occupation, their own businesses. And my brother Trey and I are also in the STEM field. He's a at Ford Motor Company. I'm at John Deere. You know, we're we're mechanical engineers by trade. But it just goes to show how education is still important in who we become 
And I would love to see this project come back together. The last picture is this, Terry. We don't know where the car is. Oh. That is the that is the mystery. We don't know where yeah. it is, but I bet this team could build it together, could build it in a week. With, with who they have to come. They could probably do it much quicker and more efficiently now. Well, we and got I'll have to let Trey. Tony. I was go just going to say, we got Tony, listeners. Can I say on. one thing about your dad? Go, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me say one thing about Ray Arnold. The gift he could see in students what they couldn't see in themselves. And these guys are losing proof of that. True. Amen. Amen. That's the sign of a great educator. Yes, sir. Can you link can you link the foundation that Mr. Arnold has when you have a chance? Yes, I will. I will mention that. That's all at ArnoldLexusCenter.com. We started a scholarship to the Spartanburg County Foundation in his honor. There's also one at his university, South Carolina State University now. And I will I will keep this narrative going. Thank you, Perry, for allowing us to come on the show and get together. This is the first time we have done this. Well, this has so been a real pleasure. Maybe we'll have yeah, a, a Eastside High School reunion every year. But let me tell you guys that uh, uh, if you go to wherever you get your podcast and you enter Start Your Engines, uh, you, you might get a couple of things. But I, I, I put Spart- uh, Start Your Engines radio show. And uh, we've been on for seven years. And uh, Lanny, who uh, maintains our, does our podcast and everything, he will have this show on probably by the end of the afternoon. So, uh um, and there's there's about 230 other shows that we've done because we have some great right. guests. But this has been a really special show to end up uh, wind up our Black History Month and uh, and uh, commemorating Wendell Scott, who we said was his yeah. you know uh, his first start was uh, March the third March the fourth 1961 right here in Spartanburg. So uh, um, this is great. It was very appropriate. Uh, Rajah Karuth won last night. I mean, it's just been a great uh, a great segment and I appreciate everybody that came on and Tony especially you for putting this all together right and thank you so much for having us and shout out and much love to the Wendell Scott family um, I know they're celebrating this win as well and thank you so much for having us and thank you for having for getting us Frank last week he was fantastic yes alright appreciate you having us and looking forward to it Terry uh, alright Tony thank you so much we'll talk to you later all right, have a great one. Uh, you too. Oh, that was pretty good. Oh, that was fun. I think they, one guy had it in for Burns there. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what his agenda was. But well, was, the only Eastside High School story I have was a football story. So, But we were up there to play them. This was in the early 80s, and I traveled around with the team. And as I was walking the field pregame, down near the 10-yard line, about halfway between the hash and the sidelines, there was a, a, a yellow jacket nest in the ground. And I called our coach over and showed it to him, and he got with the uh, east side coach, and he said, Coach, what are you going to do about this? And the east side coach said, Well, when we get down here, we're not going to run that way. <laughs> well, you know, I ran over one last summer in my neighbor's yeah. backyard, so that's a lot of fun. All right, we're going to take our last break and come back and uh, – Give a few results and uh, probably tell a Greg story or two. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Greer Nissan. 
Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice, lease for only $199 a month, or hit the road in a new Nissan Rogue, lease for only $299 a month. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you're not there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That's why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you'll ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, financial advisor Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Spartan fans, Big South Basketball is here. Save it to Bailey. Open three. Got it. Catch every minute of USC Upstate Hoops action and be a part of the loudest atmosphere in the Upstate as we rock the Hodge during conference play. Levine finishes. Count the basket. Single game tickets and group packages are available now. Visit UpstateSpartans.com slash tickets to lock in your seats today. Find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm, color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. 
Finding something delicious to match my mood can be a challenge, but McDonald's kills it every single time. Like when I need something with a little oomph, that's when I reach for a classic and melty McDouble. When I want something with a little oomph, that's when I go for a crispy and juicy McChicken. And with Mix and Match, I can get two faves for just $3.49, like a McDouble with a McChicken or small fries. And now, my mood calls for a little oomph and oomph. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And welcome back to this last segment of Start Your Engines. And uh, that was real good with the East Side High School people. But what that was up, fun. What I never had it in for Burns for some yeah, reason. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can understand. Okay, let's touch on... Uh, the cup race last week, which we have already discussed, but it was a, it was a doozy. Point zero zero three seconds was the margin of victory for Daniel Suarez, who that's, I didn't pick. That's pretty close. That's tight. That's between three cars now, not just two. Yeah. Daniel Suarez was the winner. Ryan Blaney was second. Kyle Busch was third, and they hit the line together. Fourth was Austin Sendrick. Fifth, another good finish for Bubba Wallace. Sixth. Ricky Stenhouse, Jr., 7th, Ross Chastain. 8th was the pole sitter, Michael McDowell, who is having a good year so far. Ninth, um, Chris Boucher, and 10th, Ty Gibbs. Looking down the list at some of the other finishers, Chase Elliott was 12th. Uh, William Byron, the Daytona winner, was 17th. There was a lot of crashes. Um, Carson Hosevar was uh, 19th, and... Uh, Alex Bowman was about, let's see, about, he was 27th. Kyle Larson was 32nd. And, of course, there were quite a few crashes. And uh, Between crashes and running out of gas, there was a lot of people that you expect up to the front was back at the back. Yeah. Well, uh, the uh, the running out of gas was mostly in the Xfinity race. I don't know if it, if it affected the cup race that much. Well, but I, think, I think the Xfinity race tossed the cup race or something. <laughs> probably did but there were quite a few crashes and uh i don't wish anybody bad luck but noah cragson finished next to last so uh <laughs> the point standings uh as of uh the atlanta race of course first and second are the two winners we've had so far this year um william byron is first though uh, daniel suarez is a second based on the other ways they gather points like the segments and all that stuff kyle bush is third fourth is austin Cendrick. Fifth is Bubba Wallace. Sixth, defending champion Ryan Blaney. Seventh, Chase Elliott. Eighth, Ross Chastain. Ninth, Alex Bowman. Tenth, Martin Truex Jr. Eleventh, Kyle Larson. Twelfth, Corey LaJoy. Thirteenth, John Hunter Nemechek. Fourteenth, Ty Gibbs. Fifteenth, Chris Boucher. And sixteenth is Eric Jones. Uh, on the outside looking in, Christopher Bell, Ricky Stenhouse, Denny Hamlin, and Michael McDowell. So, uh. That's how the cup standings are so far through Atlanta, and they will uh, they will race tomorrow at um, three o'clock pre-race show at three at uh, three. The race is at three thirty, and that will be on Fox. And uh, while I got the TV list in my hand here, uh, I, the Formula One race may be over by now. It probably is. See if you can find out who won that for me, Ronnie, uh, at Bahrain, the Formula One. Probably Max Verstappen. He was leading it. Um, cup qualifying and practice is at 2 o'clock this afternoon. The Xfinity race will be at 5 o'clock. And uh, 
we will talk Xfinity right now. With uh, Austin Hill winning last week at Atlanta in the Raptor King of Tough 250. And he, it's his second straight win in a row, so uh, he's starting out red hot this year. And as we said, this was a fuel mileage race, and Jesse Love had it in the bag, but on the, at the final restart, he gave it to gas, and there wasn't any. And he just pulled off to the side, and uh, he um, was joined by several others that ran out of gas. Austin Hill was the winner. Chandler Smith was second. Shane Van Giesbergen finished third, and uh, that's uh, that's great for him. He, as we said with Deb, he's getting his feet wet in a hurry. Fourth was Sheldon Creed. Fifth, Parker Retzlaff. Sixth, Jeremy Clements, who really jumped up in the standings. We'll get that in just a minute. He's getting himself in good shape if he can do that again. Seventh was Anthony Alfredo. Eighth, Jeffrey Earnhardt. Ninth, Ryan Truex. And tenth was Sammy Smith. Jesse Love coasted to... Uh, 12th place finish. Uh, Almondinger, I think he ran out of gas as well. He was he finished 13th. Riley Herbst and Cole Custer were 15th and 16th. I believe they ran out of gas. And looking on down the line here at some other names uh, of note, Hallie Deegan was 27th. Justin Allgaier, he, um, he ran out of gas. He was 28th. So uh, the points as of through Atlanta, Austin Hill is the points leader because he's won both races. Second is Sheldon Creed. Third, Riley Herbst. Fourth, Chandler Smith. Fifth, Jesse Love. Sixth, Parker Retzlaff, who's got two top fives to start the season. Seventh, Ryan Truex. Eighth, A.J. Allmendinger. Ninth is Shane Van Giesbergen. Tenth, Sammy Smith. Eleventh, Justin Allgaier. And twelfth, Cole Custer. You look down to 17th, and you'll find Jeremy Clements, who jumped up 10 spots in the standings last week. He's got 39 points and is 17 points out of the playoffs right now behind uh, Cole Custard, and he can make that up pretty quickly. Uh, between Jeremy and Cole, 13th is Brandon Jones, 14th Anthony Alfredo, 15th Parker Klingerman, and 16th is B.J. McLeod. They qualified yesterday. Jeremy's got a good-looking car. Um, not quite as fast as he's been at other races so far this year, but he's he's all right. That's about where he usually starts. He's starting on inside the ninth row uh, in a 17th place. Verstappen won. What a shocker. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Nothing's changed. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that, Ronnie. Um, like I said, they run at 5 o'clock today, and the pole position went to Cole Custer. Chandler Smith is with him on the front row. Second row is Almondinger and Retzlaff. Third row, Hill and Brian Siege. Fourth row, Parker Klingerman and Sammy Smith. And the fifth row is Sheldon Creed and Eric Almarola. And as I said, uh, Jeremy's starting 17th on the ninth row with Brendan Poole. There's 19, there's, uh, 19 rows of 38 cars in the race. So good luck to Jeremy. We'll be watching at 5 o'clock. And, uh, boy, just keep it up. Move up. Uh, get, make those 17 points vanish and get into that playoff and stay there like he did a few years ago. Yeah. Well, the reason I had to wait to tell you was they they were playing the national anthem of the winner, Verstappen, and I didn't know what the... He's from Spain, isn't he? Austria. Austria. Well... I didn't recognize that anthem. Well, uh, they need to be playing the Stars Bangle Banner, but that just we don't have anybody... 
running right now, I don't think. Last night, the trucks ran, though, and as we've already touched on, it was a, it was a good race, nice and exciting, and Rajah Caruth was the winner. Tyler Ankrum was second. Third was Corey Heim. Fourth, Taylor Gray. Fifth uh, was Christopher Bell taking a little, uh, a little vacation from the cup cars or, uh, or running the trucks instead of cups. He, he will be in the cup race tomorrow, of course. Sixth was Christian Eckes, seventh Matt Crafton, eighth Zane Smith, ninth Grant Enfinger, and tenth was Ty Majeski. Um, Kyle Bush was in this one, and, you know, he usually wins like he did at Atlanta. Not this time. Uh, too fast on pit road, maybe? or uh, I think it was. Or uh, Did you watch the Because they had, they had to do that step down. Yeah, yeah. Because it was a two-phase speed limit. Well, no. This was at Las Vegas last night. Oh, okay. No, I didn't watch that. That was Atlanta. Um, the uh, race at, at uh, Las Vegas last night was, uh, like as I said, Rajah Cruz won it. It was a pretty exciting race. The point standings in the trucks as of right now, uh, and they only take the top ten to the playoffs. Rajah Cruz is the points leader because he's uh, he's won a race. He's uh, 19 points, actually, ahead of Nick Sanchez. Tyler Ankrum is third. Tomajeski fourth, Corey Hahn fifth, Taylor Gray sixth, Matt Crafton seventh, Brett Holmes eighth, Christian Eckes ninth, and Grant Enfinger is tenth. I gave you the TV rundown just a few minutes ago, and that leaves us three minutes and forty-eight seconds. And uh, of course, this, we've we had to go on with the show. Uh, no thought that we wouldn't, but it's uh, you know there's an empty seat over here next to Ronnie, and I, I keep looking at it, and I guess there'll be an empty seat at Applebee's. Um, once again, uh, Greg's visitation will be Wednesday, March the 13th at Floyd's uh, Green Lawn Chapel. That's out on East Main Street. And uh, it will be from 6 to 8. And just come on out there and pay your respects. It's uh, going to be uh, probably your best opportunity to do so. And uh, I don't know if... Uh, Mike, if you're still listening, we'd love to see you out there if you can make it. But, of course, we naturally understand that's a long way to come. Um, you can sleep on my couch if you want to, though, But even though you've got all kinds of family in town here. Uh, and um, we will, uh, of course, do a whole show next week on Greg. I'm going to try to line up some, uh, some good guests and some people that can uh, have some stories and some recollections of Greg. Of course, we will, we will do the uh, results from this week, but we uh, we miss our buddy Greg Clyde Moore. Do you know his middle name was Clyde? Did not know his middle name was Clyde. Yeah. I can tell you a story about him real quick. we got two minutes. Um, of course, I wrote a whole book on him, and, boy, that used to make him so mad because it technically he wrote it. It yeah. says the author, Greg Moore, and he's just that used to make him furious. We used to get in fights about it, and I said, Greg, would you stop bringing it up? You I don't mind. You wrote the book, okay? It says you're the author. If you were to, if you were to try to order one from uh, McFarland and you said uh, Bud Moore's Right Hand Man by Perry Wood, they might find it, they might not, but they look it up by the author usually, and, uh, and it's Greg Moore. But uh, we used to have a one-hole golf course in the back in my backyard. I still got the scoreboard leaning against uh, my tool shed, and uh, we played that one hole 18 times. <laughs> And it, but it, we had to come in over the trees and everything. I had a carpet 
that my mom threw away a big room carpet with a hole cut in the middle of it and a tin cup, you know, there for right. Well, I had a dog named Duke. He was a Welsh corgi. And back in those days, you just threw your table scraps out in the yard and let whoever wanted to eat it. Well, Duke would get Mama's biscuits and bury them. And so uh, you'd be out there playing golf, looking for your ball, and Duke would come up and bite you right on the rear end because you got too near where he had a biscuit. <laughs> it was literally like playing in a, a minefield because you just didn't know where Duke had buried these biscuits. And Greg always said, you know, I saw him bite so many people, but he never bit me because I was the baby. And I said, well, I don't think I don't think Duke showed that much discrimination. If you'd have gotten near a biscuit, you'd have gotten the treatment. But uh, yeah. anyway, I got a million stories about Greg. Maybe we'll tell uh, tell a few of those next week. Uh, I mean, they, they just they just flow off the uh, top of my head. Well, I, those of you that know me know that I spend most of my time in a wheelchair. And Greg was had gotten an electric wheelchair for me, and for some reason it was, I can't remember exactly, he got it at Applebee's and drove it from Applebee's to his house down near Converse College. Yeah, that was, I'd like to have seen that. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. Look, we've enjoyed it in a way uh, that we have never enjoyed doing a show before. We'll be back next week and talk more about Greg and the results and everything. Yeah. The rest of you, uh, keep it between the fences. Natalie, get us a table ready. Uh, the rest of way. you, keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. We are Fox And here's what you need to know. NFL media has just reported that eight-time Pro Bowl left tackle Tyron Smith is unlikely to return to the Dallas Cowboys.